Monday, August 2, Lakeview City Council meeting. Everyone stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Call meeting order. Roll call. Mayor Westergaard. Yes. Moeller. Yes. Stankamp. Yes. Wilton. Yes. Reese. Yes. Councilor Toms would be absent. No public forum. Consent agenda. Motion to approve. So moved. Second. I'll second. Roll call. Wolfman. Yep. Stankamp. Yes. Moeller. Yes. Reese. Yes. Okay, resolution 2131 is our 175 water main. Yeah, so just taking a look at those three quotes that, that we had received for for the project, uh, ranging from 121000 to 142000 um, Low bidder is uh, King Construction out of Wall Lake. Um, and then within the packet, there was some correspondence from the engineer about that with the recommendation that we would would uh, accept this this low uh, low bid from King Constructions a little bit higher, about twelve thousand dollars higher than the engineer's estimate. But, no uh, way! <laughs> I'm stunned to be above an engineer's price. Uh, I'll make a motion. I'll second. Roll call. Boltman. Yes. Reese. Yes. Moeller. Yes. Stanking. Yes. <laughs> Just uh, so a, a little bit on that though. Just as far as the financing and that goes, that will. We'll be financing that with uh, with TIF funds, okay, and um, working to get the uh, all the procedures in place about about renewing our TIF, and then we'll have an internal debt issuance from the Electric Improvement Fund to the to the TIF fund to uh, certify some new debt, and we'll be able to keep continuing to uh, receive TIF funds then for the upcoming year. Okay, twenty one thirty two. We have to hire some. Employees, because college kids are leaving. Yeah, college kids are leaving. Just running a little short on staff, and come up with a few who can help out from time to time. Amy Bloom, Kylie Hauser, Steph Hauser. Okay, roll. Second. I'll second. Roll call. Mola. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Waltman. Yes. Reese. Yes. We have to do our annual snow removal agreement. Yeah. Still at two thousand dollars a lane mile. I, I just got a comment on that. You know, by Beth Hatch, we got that pipe that goes underground there, and that's yeah. been pushed up. Yeah. I think it's important that we, well, now to tell our guys when they're getting watching for it, but also try to get to the state to do something about it because it's not going to get any better. Usually during the winter, it heats up more. So with that blade, you know, that's down by Donnie Gurner and Beth Hatch, right? I know. They did try to fix it. They put mm-hmm. some. Loose rock on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's just a home with rock. The, on it. That's and a rough one. The other one that, that we is it there? hear about a lot is the top of that hill of Provost, then, too. Yeah. Was, wasn't that one that they were going to That's not much better. At no. some point, that's going to have to be repaired. But that ain't DOT. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, DNR, but DOT does it. But yeah. they, North State, South State. Yeah. There's oh, yeah. I'm not wondering if you just kind of send them a letter or contact somebody or. That will send John on them. Well, yes, called no them. problem. John's yeah. called. Us. I called them a couple times. <laughs> they said it's a DNR road maintained poorly by the Iowa DOT, and the DOT said they'd fix it, but they want money from the DNR in their budget to do it. And evidently, they can't agree on it or something. That's well, as far as I ever got out. Okay. Well, the only thing I'm just that's where you're getting a band aid. 
Yeah. 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 Judy is the gal I always talk to. She knows me. Uh, but she don't get nothing done. Right. Well, you had a but chance when the governor was I here. Guess you got, I never thought about that. I'm a DNR guy. You can't say that right now, but, you know. We got new guys, too, so. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been there two years now, isn't it? The hump for two or three years? Yeah. Just, or longer. Yeah, you're just never as bad as it's gotten. It seems to be getting worse. Yeah. Yeah, we'll fix it. I just want to bring that up. Really a nice spot with the bus. Nice spot. Yeah. See what they strap in. We need a motion to approve that agreement. My name's Strapping. I'll make the motion. Second. Roll call. Stankium. Yes. Fulton. Reese. Yes. Moeller. Yes. We have the administrative report. Yeah. So, on our uh, electric project, I listed just uh, the highlights of the areas that's on page two in the memo about Jacobson's, uh, the ESAC school project, Sparky's. Evapco and the Lakewood area is actually a, a new home out there. It's uh, James Bender's house. Be able to, to get that one done. But kind of giving a little update on those, Jeff, and what's going on with them. Well, just a little bit of it was we tried to put enough of a project together to contract the back. So that's why we got a few of these spots. To the vendor thing, you know, we know in a year or two they're going to build, and so that's in the works anyway. So I figured we just will throw this in now. Have it's not going to be the total project for that whole area to be done, but it's a start on it. So at least if they get in there, we can supply them with utilities. Um, talking with Spencer from TDNI, we're going to address the hot spots, as he called them. But we're going to go to Evapco first. We're going to jump up to Sparky, address that, so we can have that ready for their transition. And I talked with Dave Nelson. He said he had power by the end of October. He was happy so we're jumping from there to there and then probably the school next and then a couple of these projects did they give you a timeline of how long well he told he told me he's planning on coming in the 16th and he's hoping to have most of it done in the first week <laughs> yeah they they will for sure they're coming here the week of the 16th and they'll for sure knock out what they call these three hot projects but mentioned that they might just stay and get them all done um you know they they were pretty quick I'll about work with them whatever they want as far as pricing goes, they honored the same pricing that they had for our project in the spring, and but you see what total on that is one hundred forty-one thousand dollars. Still a pretty big project. Um, well, those are all for pretty big projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah they are. We, we did about seventy-three hundred feet the first go around. We're pretty close to eight thousand go around. Got to get done. Yeah. Remember that generates revenue. Correct. It certainly does. Yeah. Um, another thing here is uh, about our automated meter reading. The uh, we've had that now since since 2013. Doesn't hardly seem that long. But uh, uh, the this handheld meter reading unit that we've had ever since that time, there they are now ceasing support on that at the end of the year. Okay. There is a third party that will continue to support these if we wanted to continue on with with the same technology that we have. But we may want to take a look at at an upgrade on this. Uh, so it's using, of course, the same meters and everything. It would be new, new reading uh, equipment. And then uh, depending on, on which on which one we would look at, uh, still uh, upgrading, but still what they call a walk-by system. It, it would be in our vehicles, of course, but uh, it's a walk-by that, so it, it still has a receiving range relatively uh, shorter compared to their drive-by system. But um, 
they they have this walk by system and it's a, would we'd be able to upgrade that purchase price there is three thousand seven forty five. Okay, we use our own uh, tablet or laptop or whatever to work along with. The other system they also have a, dr- a drive by system with a with a tough pad, uh, tough pad tablet. See the price on that's twenty two thousand. Um, there would have to be some extraordinary benefit in order to look at that more expensive system. The equivalency of what we have right now is this walk-by system, basically. Plus, we have an opportunity, and every every community in the state has this same opportunity. It deals with uh, purchasing computer hardware. Um, every community in the state is going to get to purchase $9,500 worth of, of laptops um, at, no, at no charge. So we buy... 9500 bucks worth of laptops, and it's just through the state of Iowa. This is all funded through the CARES Act in uh, COVID month. So I actually uh, printed that out and, and gave that to you as far as how this works. Just that uh, each community, again, goes up to up to $9,500, and, and they have certain types of, of laptops or certain types of bundles that they that they offer, and you can see what the prices are. But uh, so these bundles... Basically, take the take the laptop, but then it has a big monitor that goes along with it, keyboard and everything. Turns your laptop into a uh, into a desktop workstation. So, uh, a couple of uh, big priorities for us would be to get a, a good computer to work along with with the meter reading upgrade, and then also the uh, uh, police department would be would be due for a uh, a computer upgrade on that too, and would look at getting a bundle for that. It'd be an office system for um, note that that the only types of of computers that we can purchase are laptop computers because uh, again it's COVID money and you got to be preparing yourself for for uh, um, you know potential future incidents and and uh, mobility is a big deal and so they they would fund laptops um, anyway it's just an all around win win for us um, we have. Never really had this discussion before, but I'm interested in your thoughts on that. About you know, would the would the council ever look at going uh, going electronic on everything and, and not having paper packets? And I I, I know it'd be kind of. You mean everybody in town has to have a computer? Yeah. No, everybody in town. No, it would be for the council. But uh, um, I don't know. I always got mixed feelings on that because I, I enjoy you know. We tell you to turn to page twelve. You turn to page twelve pretty quickly. You You'd know. also do that on your smartphone if you had one. <laughs> you sure could. Oh, anyway. <laughs> I think that was a job. <laughs> pretty good one. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk later, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll uh, we will get an order together and ready to go. I'm sure we will. We will come close to ninety five hundred dollars because we get one chance to order them and. Uh, you can't go over $9,500. So you can't purchase more on supplements. Anyway, so um, put this in the back of your mind, though, about the, the meter reading upgrade, because we'll be doing something with that. Um, Lagoon repairs. I put that in, a, in the council memo about what, what's going on with these lagoon repairs now. Um, so John Healy and and Dean and Brian and uh, and Todd from V&K, we all met out at the, the lagoon, and, and John had this idea about basically placing a, a new clay and bentonite uh, block in that in that south berm. So just as you envision it, if you're on, on the road on the top of the berm, 
they dig straight down through the road, basically in, in the middle of the road, just and would just dig the entire length of the road as much as is needed uh, until they get into into dry soils. So they're figuring that they would dig this eight feet wide, start off at ten feet deep. They got to go a little deeper. They'd go deeper, but then they excavate that, excavate the materials that are there now, um, get those. They will pack those on the on the side of the berm again, just to spoil them. But then they bring in new clay and uh, clay and bentonite, and they have the opportunity to get a bunch of clay from Evapco. So this can actually work out pretty well as far as the supply of the materials. Wade City, so yeah. they're uh, Southern Construction Company or whoever's. Yeah, you know this is still on. Sure you know, on the bonding company. Run the next, but mainly it's on the bonding. Yeah. But they can't do that till we lower cell number one. Yeah, so it's going to be out of service again. That cell number one will be out of service. Yeah. And um, this may happen. It won't happen this week. Probably, probably happen next. We'll lower that down, and and uh, but yeah, they can't do the digging while the, while the cell is still full of water, or they sure don't want to. They sure don't want anything bad to happen. And something worse could happen than we got. So what do they have to do? To something that? worse could happen. Yeah. What do they do? Load that dirt thing to get it away. Yep. They'll have to truck it in. I mean, when they're taking it out and putting that thing. Yeah, in. they're going to spoil it on the outside of the berm. Oh. Okay. That, so the berm will just be a little more gentle slope. Will that reseed it then? Yeah. Oh yeah. If you remember, um, just a little bit on uh, Crescent Park uh, Crescent Park Drive drainage. We've been dealing with with Pat Chug and offered a couple alternatives about that drainage there. Whether she would look at at doing a uh, basically putting in a driveway and, and do a shared project with us, or whether um, she would not like to do that, and then we're back to the installation of that intake. So she had decided she's not going to put in the driveway. Okay, we'll we'll put this intake in, and there'll be some drop curb that comes up to this intake. It'd be about 60 feet of drop curb. So a drop curb with with this intake. Now the only thing that's that's uh, different than what we had talked about before is that uh, Bill Icorn's uh, getting his driveway put in then across the street, and we then have the opportunity to extend that intake across the street there too. So it'd be by Bill's driveway and be able to handle some of the uh, the problems on that side there too. So uh, we do intend to do that. Um, you, you saw in the in the council packet that um, that letter from the DNR in regards to the environmental for out lot twenty for Rarens. Um, terrible. Yeah. I mean, when you read that thing, it doesn't sound too good. No. When we talk with our our consultant, um, I guess it's really kind of what he expected to see. He's preparing a plan for us then. We have to have a, a plan, but the plan basically says, here's what's happen- Here's what happens if we encounter problems. So a couple things. You know, they don't know that, that they'd encounter problems as far as bad soils or anything. And really the amount of digging there is, is pretty minimal because all of the, uh, uh, all of the, Home construction is slab on grade. There's no basements there or anything. They're not. They're not digging. Plus, the other thing um, is that they would like to to fill that area some with dirt, and they'd be working with the vaco on some dirt also. So they may be uh, be hauling some dirt in there too. In order to be able to work with the vaco on the dirt, this may actually happen quickly and be able to uh, basically stockpile some dirt. Likely stockpile some dirt on the outside of the fence. And again, my other note was uh, about infrastructure down there at the at the development uh, site. Just that 
I had an engineer here and, and the engineer with DGR to have uh, have them come take a look at the site, be able to uh, uh, give us some infrastructure alternatives there, and we're really looking at water and streets. But the other thing that we'll have them look at while they're here is is just drainage issues down there in general, and then also some drainage issues on West Street. So see if we can address any of those concerns. What they're doing then is we, we have not hired them to get into planning, of course, yet we're not ready for planning, but they are they are surveying the area and would give us some uh, cost estimates on uh, on water and streets. So one that I'd like to, we you know, <laughs> go by Bobby Trail on the east side. Yep. And what a mess. <laughs> yeah. That needs yep. to either something ought to be done with that. I mean, either he could mow it or seed it or something, for God's sake. I mean... Please make it look yeah. That's terrible. He, uh, you know, he does still talk, and we talked to him within the past couple of weeks about getting that road in there. Yeah. And he has just has every intention that they're going to get the road put in there. I don't know if that's going and to help the need problem. At least you'll, at least everything will be put to final grade that way. You know, they we won't be doing any more grading. Well, it so just looks like that. Uh, yeah. Sure. Looks like the verted acres from years ago. No, we did. He has mowed it once that I've seen, though. I know. What about this uh, Dixieland access? Have we talked to that guy out in California, or have we had any issues with him yet to see if there's an opportunity? Right. So I've not. I've got the got his information. Haven't talked with him yet. You know, and as as I talked with Dave Jennett about process on this, you know, Dave's suggestion more than anything is to have a development agreement in place with Land or with Lakewood before we start into any process about how we would assist them with the project, mm -hmm. in, including potential land. You know, if you drive through there, that Dixie Man, what's the matter with that driveway and cars? I suppose they don't want all that traffic still. Then, you know, they drive right through there. There's kind of a path on the, you know, west end. Or, right. We don't know. take care of snow removal. That's not private. Because it's still private. If you do that, you're going to assume that Yeah, no, 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 no